Hi, Not Sisters podcast listeners. Just wanted to give you a quick FYI before you listen to this episode. We actually recorded it quite a few weeks back. So when we say it's the actual number, it's really not. I believe it's 26th episode. Mm -hmm. We're on episode number 26 and we're super excited to release this episode and this episode was super special to me so I wanted to release it the week of my birthday so we hope you enjoy. And you will be hearing Terry Lianio, our special guest. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Good morning. This is our 22nd episode of Not Sisters podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Taylor. And we have a special guest with us today. Um, We have Terry, who I met, oh my gosh, so, so many years ago, like probably over 25 years ago, maybe. Um, So Terry is with us. And I do have to say, 22 is my number two. Last year, yeah, 22 is like a special number to me. Things always seem to work out. Um, That's a special number for my husband and I. So again, lucky 22. Mm -hmm. And uh, Terry has so many talents and special things about her that she was one of the first people that I put on my list to have as a guest. And um, she agreed to be on here with us. So, Terry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Uh, So, Taylor, I know, probably will have a lot of questions for you. Um, The reason why... Well, you have so many talents, like I said. Um, the One of them, this main one that we were interested in is you do angel readings. Um, but not only angel readings, uh, I think it was two years ago during the first part of the pandemic, you started doing a lot of things on Facebook, like Facebook Live. You have your um, Facebook handle for your business that you have. And I was kind of going through a crazy, like, as everybody else was, just really a time of confusion. And you had so many grounding things to say. And then you also taught me what worked for me on vision boards. Um, So I kind of ran away with this. But uh, usually what we talk about first is a good thing that happened to you this week. Mm -hmm. So who wants to go first? Terry, you can go first. Okay. (laughs) All right, so this week, it was a great week. Um, In 2019, my husband had purchased a Carlos Santana and Earth, Wind, and Fire ticket. Love them. (laughs) And because of the pandemic, it was canceled for two years. So I was able to go see Carlos Santana and Earth, Wind, and Fire at Concord Pavilion. And I got to sit at row 105, so I got to see him very close. His music was excellent. And for those who don't know, my husband passed away during the pandemic. So he was there with me in spirit, but I got to bring my cousin. So that was amazing. It was really very nice. That's an excellent. <laughs> what a great way to celebrate him too, to like mm-hmm. have him be there with you yes. and like a gift that kept it yes. just came around mm-hmm. and he was he was there with you. Yes. I didn't I didn't want the refund. I wanted to see you the experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'm so glad you did that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think that this is my good thing this week, (laughs) is being able to meet Terry, and thank you for letting us come to your home. I love it. I just want to look at everything, and the energy in here is so clean and 
clear and I just oh my god I just I love you already (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like Taylor's like actually overwhelmed normally Mm -hmm. she's very like present and put together and I think just your emotion of maybe finding like a kindred spirit with you like you can um connect on like a different level so I I know I have so many questions but I'm like Oh, I'm just going to cry like, this whole time. I'm overwhelmed by you. I feel like you're like... A rock star? Yeah, like a celebrity. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to know so many things about you. And I just am overwhelmed. Yes. And I think a good thing that happened to me this week, it's very simple, but I just, I had a four-day work week and it just made my week so much easier. Um, it was easier to handle, even though I was, I was tired, but it was Mm -hmm. nice to have a four day work week. I just really needed to have that extra time to myself. So, um, that's our wrap up of a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm just going to start like where, how did you know that you could, when did you start to sense that you could read people or sense like messages that you needed to give to people has it always been with you I was eight years old so you were young yeah I was very young I was eight years old and I was laying in bed and there was a spirit that came to me and just said that you're going to be able to see things and hear things that other people aren't so I would just um I was very young and when the phone rang I would tell my mom who was on there and she would just look at me like, you're strange. And she'd pick up the phone, it would be my grandfather. And then, you know, I could look at people as I was growing up. And I was sort of a nerdy child growing up because mm-hmm. I always looked at energies and I could see auras. Mm-hmm. And my mom would just say, don't say that. They're going to think you're nuts. <laughs> and I didn't understand it. So I would go around and I'd see either dark colors or colors. And I would just say, oh, wow, I see colors. And then I could look at people's eyes and I'd say, oh, they're sick. Oh. I would say, oh, they're sick. Come to find out they, you know, died of either pancreatic cancer or kidney. This is the age of eight, wow. eight years old. Was your mom receptive to what my you mom, had to say? My mom was psychic also, but back in those days, it was very taboo. And so she would just tell me not to say anything. You know, just keep your voice to yourself. I'm a rebel. <laughs> so I didn't keep my voice to myself and I just I just kept on saying things and and just doing and being authentic to myself and it's funny because I can look at everyone else and know what's going on but not with me I never knew anything that was happening to me so I was eight years old and um, I knew when people weren't going to be you know were sick I knew when my dad was sick he had leukemia when I was 13 years old. And I told my mom, I go, my, you know, dad's sick. And she goes, no, he's fine. And he went to the hospital and he had leukemia. But he, he lived, you know, to a ripe age of 88. Oh, wow. <laughs> so then was your mom, did she kind of suppress it? And then um, that was, are you, were you more in tune than your mom? Because my mom was in tune, but her mom said not to say anything. I think because mm-hmm. of the bloodline. I think we're, you know, we have a lot of, I th- we're all gifted. Mm-hmm. I'm just more aware, and mm-hmm. I just didn't take no for an answer. Like I said, I'm rebellious, and I have a, I have a gift. It's like a, this spark that I can't let go. I just have to, you know, speak my truth. So my mom would just agree with me, but then just tell me, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. 
But I would say, Mom, you know, careful, you know, when we were driving, I'd say, don't get into that lane, there's going to be an accident. And we'd stay there and there would be an accident. So she would listen to she you. She would listen to me. Mm-hmm. That's she important. She would that listen. Yes. Wow. It, did it scare you ever at all or no? You were just completely comfortable with it? No, actually, I thought everybody was like me. Oh. I thought that everybody had the gift, but they didn't say anything. So, you know, just kept on doing what I did. And then I talked to my other girlfriends. I go, did you see that? And they go, no. And I thought they were just shy. Because I was shy mm-hmm. when I was growing up, too. So I didn't talk very much. I would just, I would see things, say it to that person, and then let it go. Because I don't remember after I talk. I don't remember what's going on after my readings. Well, that's true that cuz we before we started recording, I mentioned that you at one point, this was again years ago, I came in and you were um like you said you're an esthetician. I came in for my appointment and then all of a sudden you I I'm pretty sure you touched my hand and you just started telling me things that were happening in my life and I just started to cry. And I think you did do some reiki um on me as well. Um but then when I brought it up, you were like, no, I don't remember that. I don't. But in, at the time, I remember just like, oh, my gosh, I wrote it down in a journal, but I couldn't find it before we got here to see exactly what you said. But it's been, again, probably over 10 years since you did that reading. So now I'm going to have to make an appointment with you so you can do the reading. And that's the other thing. We will definitely link your business with um, our podcast so people can connect with you and Um, but there's just so many things you do. You do angel readings, you do Reiki healing, you're an esthetician, you, you're just all over. And, but I think all of those things connect with like the inner person. I mean, you're, you're in contact with the person. Um, so you're probably feeling the energy of them when you're with the, when they're an appointment, like how I was. I did all these things as, okay, so I did massage and Reiki and, and nutrition and, you know, esthetician. It was easier for me to help people once they got on my table that I could talk to them because to call on people, mm-hmm. you know, one-on-one, it's harder. They don't understand. But if they're in my seat and I could say, you know, are you open to this as an, a, a psychic medium? Mm-hmm. They'd go, oh, Sure. You know, or I could, if they're on my table and I'm doing a massage on them and if I know something's stuck, I won't even tell them. I just go over and I clear out the, the negative energy. So that's the reason why I went back to school for all these things too. I have heard that um, a lot of masseuse, um, I have a friend whose mom went and got a massage and the person did the same thing. They were like, are you open to, I'm getting, she was getting a reading and um, the, the mom did say, yes, I am. And it was, she had had a recently a parent that passed or something and they were coming through. And so maybe that happens more often than we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I Well, I have had somebody actually, so you had done that to me randomly. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I went and it was actually, I was getting my eyes examined and he also could do, and he definitely was like, uh, you know, he didn't want to, you know, but he asked if I was open to it and I did. And he saw the same things that were going on that you caught in town. Yes. Dr. Fitzpatrick. Yes. <laughs> so He's very intuitive. yes. Yeah. So it's so interesting. I'm throwing it out there, no, Dr. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. 
He's the same. We're the same. You're the same. Yes, it was kind of a similar experience. I work with Karen Peterson also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, and I, I mean, I'm used to Taylor, who, as a very young girl, like, she was very sensitive, or she also had told me about her dreams, and, um, and again, we're a family that's very open about those types mm-hmm. of things. So I would let her tell me. And, um, but her grandmother also was, um, like sensitive, but I think too, like they were Catholic. So I don't think that's mm-hmm. like a big thing that you kind of talk that about. That you talk about. That like you, you talk about. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I thought. I thought you were a Catholic. I'm, well. I'm Catholic. I got married in the Catholic Church, but I'm Orthodox. But this is all taboo. No, yes. This is evil. Yeah. But you know what? I don't believe in organized religion. I just believe in uh, spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a spirit. There's someone out there that's helping us, you know, go through life day to day. And yes. we need it more and more. People need to be awake now and not, you know, stifle themselves. They need to really listen to their guides because we're all born with guides. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to them. It's not that you're, when you hear something, someone telling you something, it's not that you're, you know, you're imagining it. It's actually happening. They're telling you to be careful or slow down or listen to yourself. Just listen and be present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, well, on a smaller scale, we always say, like, you have to listen to your gut. Like, oh, I'm going to put this glass of water on the shelf and in the back of your mind you're like no something's gonna happen and we've been working on trying to listen to that voice more and more because sure enough you put the glass of water on the shelf and it falls down and it gets everything wet and so that's something that we've been working on where it's just like little things like that listen to your gut um like oh i need to close this door but oh it's fine i'll just leave it unlocked but like no go back and close the door yes Yes, I've been trying to work on that, mm-hmm. listening to more my inner. I mean, I definitely don't have anything like Taylor does, but just more listening, being in tune with yourself and hearing what your body needs or um, also trusting. That's what I need mm-hmm. is learning how to trust myself. And, and no negative thoughts. <laughs> For every negative thought. Because that's because we we're, we're so reared, you know, to or geared into thinking negative. Mm-hmm. So I tell people every negative thought that you have, say three things positive about yourself to where we can start leave, living life to the fullest. Because we're not supposed to be in this chaotic feeling. Mm-hmm. And if we if people start doing this, it might spiral, you know, down for effects. For the next generation. Because mm-hmm. everyone just is so negative. And don't listen to the TV. Which I don't even have. We don't have cable. Yeah, we don't have cable. Uh, like yes. That. So, um, very, I mean, I'll watch shows. But, no, I mean, yeah. No news, I should yes. say. No, no news. We don't listen we don't, to news. No, we don't. News. news. Yeah. They just, they, the news is fear-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fear. It's um, false um, advertisement. um thinking it's real i'm trying to think it's oh it's an acronym yeah yeah f-e-a-r uh, fear ex- oh my gosh i forget it'll come to you tonight yeah. while you're laying in yeah. bed <laughs> it's crazy but yeah so we're based were you um self-taught or did you look to your mom to explore i did my own i self-taught myself i went to betty bethard and i listened i went to different um schools mm-hmm. but some of the schools there, they weren't really there to teach. They were there for the money. Um, I'm not going to say any of the names or anything, but... 
It was like selling a product yeah, is what they were doing. They were selling doing. a product mm-hmm. and they were listening to people that would pay the most price. Mm-hmm. And then the real people, like myself, they would say I was fake because mm-hmm. I would do readings. For you to get into this class, you'd have to do a reading. So I would do readings to them and they'd say it was false. But it was because they didn't want me to know anything about their life. Oh. But the other, you know, the other class students were mm-hmm. saying other things and they would pass them through. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, well, even like the wellness culture and the spiritual culture is so um, like capitalized now. And you can go and TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and there's just like cheap. I don't know how to explain it, but it's definitely marketing right now. It's in marketing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I try to get on when I first started, I tried to get on one of those 1 800 psychic, you know. So I had to wait, and I was being, you know, introduced, and I had to do everything, you know, go by, um, you say a thing, and then you answer the question, and they said I flunked. (laughs) (laughs) They said I flunked, and I felt I wouldn't do any readings. I'm like, oh wow, I'm bad, but you know what? Making you doubt yourself. They they made me doubt Mm -hmm. myself, but in reality, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Not today, Satan is one of my favorite <laughs> things. Is not today, Satan, and I just you know I said, I'm, why should I listen to these people that said that I I failed? Mm-hmm. And I just kept on doing my readings, and I'm you know ninety eighty ninety percent accurate, and I get my source from the spirit guide because I don't know. I ask whenever I do a reading, it's for the highest good for that person, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad, you know, like if something's going to happen, I'm going to just say, you know, maybe avoid this for a while, but my intentions are always good. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to, yeah, I'm not here for any kind of, um, monies or you need money. It's for the angels always tell me you need money to, it's, you know, to stay healthy. It's a yin and yang. You get money, but then when I get monies for my readings, I give it to donations. You know, I do a portion of it for children and the needy and mm-hmm. homelessness and food banks. So it's mm-hmm. not just my money. It's I'm giving it to mm-hmm. different organizations. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Thank you. How many spirit guides do you have? Do you have multiple or... Um, I know there's... I usually talk to Archangel Michael a lot. Mm-hmm. He's my healer. And so, and then I have spirit guides from my um, ancestry. Mm -hmm. They come in, like aunts and uncles that will help me. Mm -hmm. But they help me a lot. But my major one is, I don't know if anybody believes in God, but God is the one that actually talks to me, and he's always talked to me. And, you know, people think of him as a spirit guide or um, a creator creator Mm -hmm. or heaven or, you know, like, a lot of people think just looking at the you know scenery is their God. My voice is from God, and I've been like this since I was eight years old. The spirit that came to me that I don't really say too much was God. He was the one that the the silhouette that came to me, and mm-hmm. I don't say that very much. But you know mm-hmm. what? This is who I am. <laughs> so, we love it. Yeah. So God, God talks to me. Okay. So, or you know, if you don't believe in God, it's you know. My source is God. Mm-hmm. He talks to me. Mm-hmm. And he'll scream at me if I don't listen. <laughs> and I get buzzing um, sounds in my ears. You know, people think it's vertigo. For me, oh. it's not. It's like a lot of times your angels are trying to talk to you or people that have passed away. Mm-hmm. It's time. They want you to listen. 
and oh. to listen. So you get that buzzing, buzzing sound your, mm-hmm. in your ear. And you have to stop and just meditate and just ask, what do you want me to hear? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you, is it a feeling that you get or is it the actual verbiage or both? I get both. You get both. I get both. Okay. Or I get smells. I get oh. colors. So yeah, I get colors, smells, words. I get, um, they visualize like a picture mm-hmm. of a person, um, snapshots of things, scenarios. And does it some, like, do you have it all the time or is it some of the time or is it when you go into a, like more of a listening meditative state um, or is it just kind of random? It's random. Mm-hmm. But when I go into a party, I get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I ask my guides not to talk to me at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm off. I need time off. But again, if somebody really needs to hear something, mm-hmm. it'll be a tap on my shoulder and I need to give an inf- give information or what I'll do is if it's really a good party I'll write <laughs> it down you know I'll, I always mm-hmm. carry paper and I'll write it down saying you need to talk to that person oh. the next day okay. so that I don't change the um, mood of mm-hmm. the party because mm-hmm. if I have a drink I'm more vulnerable and then I'm like, oh, ooh. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to tell you something. And I feel that that's not right. I feel that the next day, it's time for me to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Not, not when I'm drinking. Not when you're in party mode. Not in party mode. But, you know, there's times where I'm at a, I've been at a, a table and uh, I'll have a drink and somebody's aunt will just, had just passed away. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and so they're like, thank you. You know, I was just thinking about her and, mm-hmm. you know, she's fine and. So it does come randomly, and I, I'm not the boss of myself. I'm the boss of, of the universe, you know. And they, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be a better person and show kindness. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I do, you know, like my readings and stuff too. Is like, so that they're aware and there's kindness because the world's sideways right now. Mm-hmm. That's what we've said a lot on our podcast. We keep saying how if everybody could just be a little kinder to each mm-hmm. other, not be, uh, you know, you'll notice people getting agitated in line or in the car. And it's just like, if we could all just take a breath and just know we're in the same, we're in the, all in the same boat right now. And we just need to take a step in a moment and just give more kindness. And I know it sometimes sounds cheesy because, mm-hmm. but it it just really is if we can just approach people Mm-hmm. And have that kindness to them and look at, like, like I said, we start the podcast each week with what was something good that happened and, you know, tell, tell me something good. Mm-hmm. And we, that's how we started off. But yeah. I did you. Have... So we try to focus on the positive and I think when we meet other people that are like-minded and that are positive and just want to focus on the good things, like we say every day, it's like the little things in life that make you happy. That makes us so happy when we are connected to people. And I love that we have the podcast because I think it's connected us to a lot of other positive people that are in a like mindset. And right now the world feels so big, but also so small at the same time. And everyone needs a little light in their life. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. 
you're it's so weird I'm like reading you right now and you are <laughs> you're very like subdued you definitely seem like overwhelmed I know, by it I all am. I'm just like oh tell me everything <laughs> yes because like, usually she's just like blah, 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 yeah. blah, and then I'm like whoa you're mm-hmm. uh, you're just um still in celebrity shock I know I'm just blown away <laughs> you can ask me questions um I really want to know about Reiki so I don't know anything about it but I've heard Reiki's energy work it came from Japan by a man and um it's you're 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 made of meridians um your body's made of meridians in you know uh in there's layers of meridians in your body and what i do is i i can look at your body and i can just scan i i go in i'm a medical intuitive also so i can go in and i could scan you and i could see where things are stagnant and the chakras that you know that they the, there's a wheel in your chakras mm-hmm. so it's just if your core is um, blocked, mm-hmm. I try to unblock you. It takes time because there's years and years of um, things that have happened to you physically. So it could be your heart, it could be your throat, it could be your mind, you know, your brain, it could be your you know your legs. Wherever it's stagnant, I try to clear the air, clear your um, your energy, I should say, to make you more to flow easily into your body and to have you breathe more. It's all about oxygen and your cellular level. It's just helping you, um, just, it's like a cleansing mm-hmm. is what I feel. It's a, it's a cleansing of your body and just to be aware. When you meditate also, it's like, um, when you meditate, you can go into your body and I was taught a long time ago, you start from your feet and you just brush like you're sweeping. So I feel like, I don't know if this is going to be the right terminology for Reiki, but with Reiki, it's energy that's flowing through your body and it's, you know, you're sweeping it to clear out any type of stagnant energy and it just goes all the way up to your crown. So what would you say, like... What's something that you should do in the morning, just like a little thing to get your energy flowing and start your day off right? For me, what I do is I always say, my energy is for me. Please keep my energy to myself. I ask for the light of protection every day. I visualize a, a light of, you know, like the Wizard of Oz, a light color that's encapsulating me. Then also, you know, from your feet all the way to your crown and you want to make sure it's your back too so you're actually encapsulated Mm -hmm. to where you're you know you're protected then another empaths always take on other people and that's why they love you because they like when you take their energy Mm -hmm. you know they're they're energy suckers Mm -hmm. so and then all of a sudden you give them your energy and then you feel drained and they're Mm -hmm. like oh i feel great so if you can just you know pretend that you have a piece of foil on your core your stomach area and just you know visualize that on your stomach core area so when people are trying to talk to you and they're draining it will reflect their energy will reflect back to them so you do not take any of their energy mm-hmm. well I think we talked I talked about that in our podcast about friendship really focus 
after you hang out with someone, how you feel. That's how I identify really good friendships is after I hang out with them, do I feel full of light and do I feel like I'm walking on clouds and on top of the world and I had a great interaction or do I feel drained and do I feel bad about myself and what does that say about that friendship? Well, it's interesting too that you talked about the the stomach area because I, so I work in behavioral health at the clinic and it's very draining as you can imagine and I have a lot of like patient care and who I just, I love, I love helping, but during this whole time, it's become very draining. And so I started, um, getting my anxiety back and it just like was hitting me really hard a couple months ago. And so then I went and I started acupuncture and he was amazing. He sat with me for, I, I swear for 45 minutes and we were just talking And then he, you know, he said, well, I'm going to do a different form of acupuncture. I believe he said it was like Japanese or something. And he, it was all in my stomach, everything, my stress, everything was being held in my stomach. So he had to do some manipulation. And then I don't even feel like there was that many of the the needles in me, but, um, it was like up my foot, like, uh, there was one on my arm Mm -hmm. and, um, there, but he said it was mainly in my stomach and so because that's where the pain was when he was manipulating um, my stomach and then I went back uh, and it wasn't as bad the next week and then he was like okay and it, I started to feel better but I was also doing some other things too mm-hmm. and um, so I have to go back to him again here pretty soon but it, it, that's exactly where he was saying it was being mm-hmm. held mm-hmm, in the core and I love how um, our work the environment that we work in it's a holistic approach to medicine and so we do have modern day western western medicine but we also are very open to healing each other and our emotions and our ancestors and incorporating that in our wellness as well because i think that we both believe you have to take care of yourself and your spirit and your body here on earth too and i think that our Mm. workplace agrees with that statement well and they're very much into the medicine the natural medicines mm-hmm. and the, we the have healing an herbalist. we have an herbalist and just the 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 well the cultural wellness medic medicine mm-hmm. culture so, is wellness mm-hmm. so um it's interesting because as terry was talking and the way she was moving her hands mm-hmm. it reminded me of adam uh-huh <laughs> and so he's very much like i have to remember to do that and also dean as well but mm-hmm. like they'll you know, they'll wake up and they, you know, will smudge themselves and they usually have their medicines on them. Mm -hmm. And I have to remember to do that. When you say this too, okay, so every morning um, I saw a Reiki healer because sometimes I can't do things on myself. And Mm -hmm. I see a chiropractor because I hold all my attention Mm -hmm. here, you know, plus I do a lot of weights and then, you know, they say not to do that. So... Another thing to do is I work with essential oils too. So I have one brand that I use, but you know, to me it's like whatever I, I feel like I should, I don't want to do advertisement, but Whole Foods is good. <laughs> we love yeah. Whole Foods. They have a lot. Whole so Foods now, and Olivers always have a lot. Uh-huh. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's 100% blend because you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the other one. But anyway, what I do every morning also is because you're walking the path for your spirit guide and for yourself. So what I was done, what I do is every day I put frankincense, 
because that was Jesus's oil. Mm -hmm. And I put it across on my foot so everybody knows what I do in the morning. (laughs) I I do this so that I work, I, I put a cross on my foot so that I can be the best version of myself. So I do that on my feet so that I can be, you know, I'm representing mm-hmm. my higher self mm-hmm. to be the best version. And I do it on my hands too. So when I'm talking to someone that I'm giving good energy and I also put it on my stomach so that oh. I can actually, you know, feel free that I'm not going to judge mm-hmm. people. Because, you know, I'm very, um, I go from zero to a hundred. I can, <laughs> I can just, you know, I, I know a person already, you know, I could just look at him and whoop, that's like Taylor. <laughs> I, I don't even have to talk to him. I just, I can, and I already know whether they lie, cheat, whatever. I'm like, whoop. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, shy ones. And, but yeah, that's another thing. Sorry, I go on into No, that's No, yeah, we want to hear mm-hmm. everything you so have to say. So just, you know, the, I do that. And if it's too much for you, you can always um, add like a little bit of lemon or orange because that's cleansing also mm-hmm. and put that on too. Oh, interesting. And if you feel stressed during the day, get your frankincense or lemon because that's high vibration. Um, you know, your different oils will help you lift your, your moods. Um, they're just, you know, the vibration hurts, MHZ, the hurts of your body when you feel tired. Water and then by just inhaling it, it even in cotton, um, three, three sniffs, it's going to help you, your vibration. And if you feel like you're not feeling good, uh, peppermint. If, mm-hmm. But if you have epilepsy, do not do that because it can do something to your brain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a couple of sniffs of uh, peppermint helps too. Interesting. Wow. Thank you. you. Yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah. having our lemons. Yeah, our, we're going to be in your office yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yes. For sure. Getting ready for the day. <laughs> I'm curious. You have your angel numbers uh, book out, oh. and I wanted to know what 22 okay. was. So because 22, 22 is... You are at a critical point of your journey, which will help you understand the relationships and spiritual assignments that will support your growth. Well, so 22 actually became a special number with when JP and I started dating. And every time we just hit, like, something amazing will always happen. And it always happens on 22. And we'll look at the date and we're like, oh, my God, that's so weird. It's the 22nd. We wouldn't even have known. See? But, Spiritual. yes, it. so 22, mm-hmm. um, that one is one that is always present with us. Mm-hmm. You know with what? I want to see another number two, just the number two. Yeah. 22, if you do two and two is four. four. And four yeah. is angels. Let your truth be your teacher. Trust in all that you feel and let that, and let your joy lead. So that's Aww. what, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see what two, just plain two. The number two only is, there are opportunities for connection and union at this time. Relationships grow is imminent. See, there mm-hmm. we go, right there. And look, <laughs> and you have the podcast too. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sometimes three. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and what yours is always twelve, isn't it? Your I I feel like I resonate with a lot of different numbers, usually divisible by nine and three. Oh, okay. So three three is Jesus. Is what I was taught a long time mm-hmm. ago. But three, you're on yeah, the road. Yeah, the three, the Holy Trinity, the yeah, Spirit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So three, you're on the road to growth and expansion. The path is unfolding with perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Nine, 
The energy of the divine is awakening within you. Let your soul do the leading. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) That is you. And always be, you know, like I have a girlfriend um, down the street. She's always seen one, one, one. Mm -hmm. So there's, when you see repetitious numbers. Mm -hmm. I always see four, four, four. Four, four, four. That's angels. Mm -hmm. But let me see. Because, yeah, four, four, four. Yeah, let's see here. Those are good. I love that. Yeah, you always talk about the numbers. Mm-hmm. You're surround, you are surrounded by 100,000 angels. <laughs> Miracles are happening before your eyes. Mm-hmm. So your angels are with you always. Mm-hmm. So just, um, and write that down too. And I'm, I'm really big on vision boards too. I so. saw it upstairs yeah, in your bathroom. Yeah. So <laughs> just do vision boards. And it changes. And try to put like a target date too. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we are we want to change things too. Mm-hmm. So if you see different numbers like four four four, put that down on your vision board, and just remember that your angels are always with you when you have self doubt. Mm-hmm. You're always being guided, always guided in a good way, and no negativity. Because with those negativity, three three good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, I I love yes. that. We should start doing that. Yeah, yeah, one negative. You have to do three, three positive. With the vision, I kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but um, I know I've said this before, that I always had a really hard time with vision boards because I tend to limit myself. So I always say, oh, I'm just such a realist. So I would never, if anything wasn't really obtainable, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of a far-fetched goal. And this was one thing that I remember messaging you about, or I had, I think I commented on one of your live, um, one of your live readings that you were doing and you, I don't remember exactly what you said, but whatever it was, you made me think of, okay, just, just begin with it. Just, even if you feel like it's not obtainable, just put it on there and then you'll start to see like it actually is. And then it gave me the, um, not courage, but gave me the trust that no, I can put bigger things out there because my husband is very much a big big thinker. He's a big, (laughs) but the, the things happen. So, um, like, it's always scary to me to think like those big things because I tend to limit myself. Mm-hmm. So I worked slowly with my, I, I'm really bad about, you know, like people can just imagine it in their brain. Well, I have to actually write it down to see it, to remind myself. So I started doing that with like post-its and I would make all of my, um, and again, it's more of my literal sense of just like writing what the actual exact goal was and it was amazing last year how many of those things actually came to fruition. And I just I, I just kept doing it. So it was you that gave me the uh the, the confidence. confidence to just put it down and write it and not be afraid and have that they are obtainable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going to make and, me cry. <laughs> and they're like big things. It's mm-hmm. not even something that's something that I thought was unobtainable was actually and then I thought this year I'm going to be specific. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write it down. I'm just going to see can it be can this goal or vision be a specific thing? And so far I've hit three of them very specifically. <laughs> and it's like how I even had put a date down on it. A date, yes. 
Mm-hmm. So you definitely gave me that faith in something when it just seemed like the impossible was happening. I mean, we were living in our trailer. The, it was the pandemic. <laughs> I didn't have a job. My husband was overworked. We were building the house, like how you had to rebuild everything. It just, everything seemed so overwhelming, but just by putting it on a post-it and seeing mm-hmm. it every day made just every morning I woke up and it was right there. So I didn't have to even visualize it. It was just written right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm speechless. Oh, <laughs> I'm making you and Taylor speechless today. I understand what chatty Kathy. That makes me really um. That makes me happy because on this earth, I just I want my legacy is to help others and to really live their fullest life and not to live in fear. So by doing this, and you, you just by me saying a couple of things. It's helping you. And then yeah, very and by much. doing this also, you know, mm-hmm. it's like reaching out to different people that have maybe not so much faith mm-hmm. in themselves. Yeah. And just really, because I'm one of those people where it's just like, oh, I, that's how I was raised. You just like, you know, you put your head down and you just do your job and you get it done. And then like just thinking bigger where that's where my husband is. He always thinks bigger. He puts mm-hmm. these dreams out there. He had said... Even before we were dating, he was like, that's who I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry mm-hmm. her. And I didn't. And then he even asked me to marry him <laughs> before we were even dating. He was like, let's just run away together and get married. And I totally thought he was joking. And then it took me five years to be before like. Before you ran away with yeah, him. Yeah, before got- I ran away with him and got married. But five he years. Five years. And he had put it out there. So and he, he knew. He knew. Mm-hmm. And, but that's like not just. You know, you hear stories about that where men will be like, that's the person I'm going to marry. And I mean, he did it, but there's so many other things like with the property we have, he just, Mm -hmm. he didn't know how he was going to get it, but that's what he was going to get. And he Mm -hmm. got it. And I kept saying, I don't want 500 acres. I just want, I want to be near town and I want to be like, and it was perfect. We are literally on the border of the county and the city. So I, mm-hmm. I can see the town, but I'm in the county. So I have it. So it was, it's amazing what you put out in the universe. And if you really just keep, keep doing it, you keep believing it. And we're here to do, we're here to be happy and to manifestate things mm-hmm. that we want. So by you doing this or saying this, this is exciting. Good. Well, we manifest all the time when we go to Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. We're like, we're going to get the spot right in front. Uh-huh. We're going to get the spot. And every time. Every time we get the spot right in front. Box. Yes. <laughs> Parking angels. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, how silly is that? But guess what? It worked for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We get that spot yeah. every single time. I feel like I learned this from my boyfriend. But he's like, if you ask, you're going to get it. If you, you just have to ask. You just have to ask. <laughs> hmm. What am I going to be asking for? <laughs> you, know, you know, people ask me, do you ever ask for the lottery numbers? Go, no, it's not that easy. Because <laughs> no, really, they're saying, do you ever get the lottery numbers? They say, no. No. It's too easy. Yeah. Too easy. I wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I wouldn't have to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, never mind. I'm going to go travel here. I want to go buy an airplane and go fly. I want to learn how to fly. Wow. Really? Yeah. You should do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you really should. There you go. On your vision board yeah. with yeah. that. I have a girlfriend that has a plane. 
She says, I'll take you up. And every time she wants to take me up, I'm busy. Uh, you it's are busy. It's not the right timing yet. No, <laughs> I am busy. You are, you always have something going on. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people reach you? They, cause oh. you have, you can make appointments. Um, oh, yeah. people can reach out to you. You have your Facebook page, right? I do have a Facebook page. They can reach me under, um. Let me see. I have Celestial Calling. Yes. That's my site, celestialcalling.com. And they can book with me on there. And then um, if they want, they can go to Terry Leanio. And I have an angel site. It's, you know, for some reason I'm having a mental block here. Well, we can always, too. Mm -hmm. We we can can... put it in the podcast notes and put it on our Instagram. It's, I'm looking at it right now. It's Wake Up Little Angel, and I do daily, um, I have a yes. site that's in um, London, and I do daily um, angel, oh. you read this, Yes, right? I do, and it's funny, because I don't always go on, but the mornings I do, when I see it, I'm like, this is really weird, this was completely fitting, and one came up the other day, and it was exactly what I needed to see, and I, it's always odd to me that it just is so perfect. The angels mm-hmm. know, you mm-hmm. know, so... I, I'm on a site and I just take this and I share it so that people have, you know, whether they read it in the morning, night, or it just gives them some hope and just to know that they're being watched at and, and just to believe in themselves and to have faith, mm-hmm. to have faith in themselves and not question themselves. That's I, I feel like I've done this before. I feel like a deja vu right now. Was it a deja vu when you were looking at us? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in one of our other lives we did the same thing. I think so. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just said this. I might have dreamt this. Oh, mm-hmm. Taylor has those a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> well, I want to know what, what did you write down for notes? What did you have oh, prepared? What did you want to share okay, with so us? Basically, these are the angels that I use. And I think that, you know, if you want to, um, Archangel Michael, he's a protector, is one of the things. And then um, another one, if you see, because I believe, you know, um, there's a connection. Heaven and earth are so close and that a lot of people that have passed away they want us to know that they're still okay and there's signs. It could be a butterfly. And who's the first person that you think of, like when you see that white butterfly, it's them. So when I see a white butterfly, I always think of my mom. Mm-hmm. And you may see, like if you're feeling sad, you may you know, be walking and you'll see a, a nickel or a penny or a dime. And whoever you think of will be them, whether it's a grandfather. So just little signs or feather. I know... Um, before the fire, um, the Tubbs fire, there was feathers that were all around me. And that was showing that I was going to be okay. My angels were saying, I mean, I would have, I'd get in my car and there'd be feathers in my car. Was it before or after the fire? Before. Before. Before the fire. So just to let our listeners know that um, Terry and her husband, they live in an area where the Tubbs fire came through and your completely your home was burnt to the ground yes and you guys made it out and you helped neighbors get out and it was it was a very quick moving fire and also a little background phil was a fireman in the city for he retired as a captain 30 years years, well aware of fire fire danger 
and just I don't I don't know if we'd use the word ironic but just so ironic that here this person who cared for so many and getting making them safe and getting them out of the fires and then here he was one that Mm -hmm. had a house completely destroyed so I think that's who I'd feel more safe, most safe with in the Tubbs fire is an intuitive and the fire captain. Yeah, we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. So the two things that were left in the fire because he came back, you know, to rubbish through things, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it because I was already have my PTSD. Mm-hmm. Two things that were saved was my angel and a firefighter statue. Oh. So those two are the only things that were, uh, didn't that go didn't to burn at all. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the angel statue and a firefighter statue. Do you still have them? We still have them. Good. I still have them, yeah. Good. I think that's also why I feel so connected to you because my boyfriend is very passionate about firefighting. Um, so he is a volunteer up north a little bit, but he um, he's trying to get into the fire academy and he's super passionate. And then here I am. I'm like, here, pick your card. We can, we'll know if it's meant to be. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my gosh, when I, um, I went up to his room and saw all of his photos, I was like, oh my gosh, like it reminded me so much of my boyfriend and I saw myself in you guys. Oh, I know it was amazing going into Phil's man cave, just seeing the history mm-hmm. and just, just, you haven't seen the garage. Either. Oh, <laughs> hours, and hours, the man would, I go, what are you doing? He goes, never mind. I mean, there's firefighters and fire information then in pictures and there's the giants because it was advocate yes. of the giants yeah love the giants love the giants he was just uh, i mean one of a kind i mean i didn't see him for years but he was like a second father to me in high school and just always so positive and supportive and just a like he's that quiet soul i just always felt like he was that big quiet soul like he was just gonna take care of it he mm-hmm. was yeah I miss him daily. I bet. He was he was my rock. Mm-hmm. I can be a chihuahua and he'd be like, calm down, chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just my rock. Mm-hmm. So, But I talked to him every day. Mm-hmm. Like he, my little shrine. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's there. So your loved ones are always with you. So that that's on my paper. And another one that, um, that uh, rough... um, Archangel Raphael is that if you feel that you're not feeling good he's the healer just that we can actually heal our bodies by good thoughts Mm -hmm. and by Mm -hmm. putting in good food um, and staying away from nutrition years ago I used to have a um, a business called preserve life without preservatives and if you just stay away from that and just eat good foods 80% 80 of the time and Mm -hmm. 20% of the time you know your junk food good thoughts exercising practicing you know mindfulness mindfulness and Mm -hmm. oils and anyway so yeah so that was those what I wanted to talk about you know your chakras we you know we have our crown chakra third eye throat heart solar plex sacral and then the root to keep them all you know flowing properly and speaking your truth so you don't get throat cancer or thyroid cancer or you know just and knowing if you, you know, have celiac disease. I was just diagnosed with celiac in 2017. Oh. And I've had it all my life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's different things like tapping and 
Yeah. They, if you need, yeah. So I have so much information and just keeping your body flowing, you know, mm -hmm. and, and good thoughts and just maintaining health because you could be at any age. And I think what it is is just being, first of all, being kind and being kind to yourself first, loving yourself first before you can love anybody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and not judging because mm -hmm. everyone's walking a different path. Mm -hmm. But if you can help them, have more faith in themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Well, I think yeah. we'll go ahead and close it out on that note because that was beautiful what you had to say. And um, Thank you so much, Terry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. This was an honor. Oh, well, it was an honor for us I that know. you took your time out of your day to meet mm -hmm. with us and it's just so beautiful. And like I said, we'll link... Um, mm -hmm. We yeah. left Taylor speechless on this I one. Know. You all need to meet Terry. Everyone contact me. <laughs> but we will link up everything, and we so enjoy talking with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you, Terry. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. It was a blessing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Not Pod or I'm sorry, Not Sisters podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. See you next week.